Fire 1362. Your net worth is your net worth. Hey, Fire Nation, and welcome to EO Fire, where I chat with inspiring entrepreneurs seven days a week. If you're ready to set and accomplish your number one goal in 100 days, text JOURNAL to 33444 and IGNITE. As a veteran, I know it's hard to look for a career after the military, but it's time to put everything you've learned from the military to good use in a career where you get to help others. That's what owning an Allstate agency is all about. Visit allstateagent.com slash fire to find out more info. Boom! Shake the room, Fire Nation. John Lee Doom is here, and I am fired up to bring you our featured guest today, Timothy Dwight Mosier. Timothy are you prepared to ignite? John, I'm ready with a can full of gas and a handful of matches. Yes. Timothy is an author, a full-time entrepreneur, and the founder of Master of Memory, a leading online accelerated learning center. He hosts three podcasts, including Accelerated Spanish, where he applies advanced learning techniques to languages, inspiring and empowering listeners to achieve fluency in a language for free. Timothy, take a minute, fill in some gaps in that intro, and give us a little glimpse of your personal life. Sure, John. So I'm one of those people who feels like he was born to be an entrepreneur. So for example, in college, I was the kid who was making $45 an hour tutoring the SAT while everybody else was making $8 an hour in the cafeteria. Now, I discovered online business shortly after graduating, largely through your podcast and of course, Pat Flynn's podcast. And at this point, thanks to the success of my own podcasts and my online business, I'm now basically a nomadic entrepreneur and I bounce around between San Diego and New York and occasionally Buenos Aires, Argentina. <laughs> Where I'm sure you speak very fluent Spanish. It's a lot of fun. Their, their <laughs> Spanish is pretty, uh, pretty interesting. Now, what do you know about Puerto Ricans uh, Spanish? I heard they speak very quickly. Do you know anything about that? Yeah, they speak pretty fast. I'm pretty sure that they have a more neutral accent than a lot of the South American countries, but I'm not a specialist in the dialects themselves. I basically leave that kind of thing to my native speaking coaches to take care of. <laughs> Very cool. Well, listen, Timothy, I mean, we talked a little bit in the pre-interview chat. I mean, like you said, you're bouncing from San Diego to New York. You're actually currently in Tulsa for your brother's wedding right now. Yep. I mean, you are location independent. Buenos Aires, you know, is on your menu every now and then. That's pretty exciting. But listen, to travel, to fly, to stay places, to eat, to do all these things, it takes something that we in you know Spanish-speaking countries call dinero. So how do you <laughs> generate revenue with your multiple businesses that you have going on today? Yeah, I like the fact that you asked this question and you frame it around revenue. So basically what I do is I help people who need to communicate with Spanish speakers achieve fluency in Spanish by providing the internet's only Spanish course that actually guarantees fluency. Now, of course, I do get my leads from a couple of number one podcasts, but of course, the business itself is the coaching course that I sell, which is where I hook up my native speaking team of coaches with my students who pay me. I pay the coaches and the margin is my revenue. Wow. Sounds like we may need to talk after this episode. I don't know how you would say that. Después episodo? <laughs> so, yeah, something like that. So yeah. I can improve my Spanish a little bit here. I'm definitely doing a cool, uh, some cool things with an app, but you can only go so far with apps. I think you really need that conversation, that back and forth, that on 
on-the-spot learning is so key in so many ways. So I love that you broke down the different ways you generate revenue. It allows you to live this location-independent lifestyle. With the lifestyle, you have the ups, you have the downs. I mean, there's some lonely times. We all have experienced that, those of us who have traveled nomadically. But what would you consider your worst entrepreneurial moment to date? And Timothy, take us to that moment in time. Tell us that story. Right. So the date, approximately one year ago, the place, San Diego of all places. Wow. And I'm one of those people who suffers from what Chris Ducker calls entrepreneurial loneliness. And this was right after I'd been building Accelerated Spanish by basically providing it at cost to my students. So they'd pay me the money, but I'd, that would go directly into course development and into the coaches. Now, I went to Tropical Think Tank, Chris Ducker's event in the Philippines, and you were there too. I came back with all these ideas and, you know, these great plans for launching my business into much more profitability. And so I did this webinar, a big webinar that I really hyped up and everything. I followed the webinar on fire formula. And what I did was I shared the results of previous students. And on that webinar, I sold, you know, 20 seats at between one and $2,000 wow. each. So I was pretty happy. You know, I'm there in San Diego. I'm feeling like one of these legit entrepreneurs and all that <laughs> stuff. But then I made a big mistake. I started because, you know, writing on this high, I started buying things for the business. And I was going like, okay, I'll add these features because my students are paying me more than ever. I'm going to give them more time with their coaches. And then one day, you know, I got those calls where I realized that a couple of students actually didn't have time for the course. They were just excited about it, but they asked for those refunds. And then I went, oh, actually, even for the students who are left, I'm back to providing the course at cost again. Mm. This was a really dark time. And I think the moral of the story is really just anytime you're on a business venture like this with that much money going on, make sure that your margins are really high. Do the math and plan for contingencies. Now, it's hard to say actual percentages, but you know, we hear anywhere from 10 to 20% as far as refund rates go. And, and in some courses and niches and industries, it's even going to be higher than that. But what have you kind of built in, Timothy, for like margin for error for refunds when you do a webinar and you get, you know, 20 sales at $1,000 each? That's $20,000. You don't actually have $20,000 until that refund period is gone and everybody who's stuck around is stuck around. So what do you kind of put in there for padding? I expect about a 10 to 20% refund rate. Well, I plan for it. I actually don't expect it. The way that I actually combated this is I started to incorporate five-minute calls each week mm. with each of my coaching students, and that reduced my dropout rates to zero. So I don't get any dropouts anymore. Wow. But, but yeah, that uh, you do have to plan for those margins. And I've also increased my margins up to about 60%. So, you know, that like... 100% of the money that I make, let's say the, you know, the coach fee is 100%. 40% of that goes to the coaches and 60% of that goes to margins. So without getting too specific, but to kind of trying to be more general so it could really help Fire Nation who, you know, we are entrepreneurs in different industries and niches. Like what were some major takeaways that you learned that, you know, your first iteration maybe just had too much of X, too much of Y or too little of Z? Like what were some adjustments and some knobs that you turned to really make your processes better and now your refund rate down to essentially zero? Well, first of all, I started doing math 
So uh, <laughs> that helped a lot. Uh, but then I actually, I changed during that period, I changed all of my processes so that my coaches all follow a very specific formula Ooh. because it used to be I would have to work with the coaches, with the students and make sure that they were taught in the right way. Now I know that they're being taught the right way because they've been trained to follow the system and that has improved a lot of things, but really it just comes down to focusing the whole time on, you know, getting the results that the people want every single step along the way. I love that. Fire Nation, I really hope you're taking it in. It's so important to be communicating with your clients, with your customers, with your fans, you know, asking them, hey, what's working? Amplify those areas. Hey, what's not working? So that you can adjust and fix those things. Always tweaking, always getting better. I'm still adjusting the onboarding process to Podcasters Paradise. It is a phenomenal onboarding process, but it's got there over two plus years. It's got there with me continuing to ask for feedback and to tweak because things change and you really need to adjust with the times. Now, Timothy, us adjusting and pivoting to another story in your journey as an entrepreneur. Talk to us about one of your biggest aha moments. Talk to us about one of your great epiphanies that you've had, but really take us to the moment you had that epiphany and walk us through that and what it looked like to turn that idea into success. Sure. So I'm going to go back about a year previous to this, and this is a moment that you were actually involved mm. in. So I was involved, I was a part of uh, Fire Nation Elite when you were running that. And I started my first podcast way back in, I guess, 2013, 2014. And it was a productivity podcast. Now, you know, we were all working together, supporting each other and helping each other's podcasts succeed. And then one day you post in the group, hey, guys, Timothy Moser's on the front page of yeah. iTunes. <laughs> I'm like, What? How did that happen? And to be fair and to be you know reasonable, that productivity podcast actually eventually burned out. So it's not like that was just the road directly to success. But that aha moment was, I just went, wow, Tribe is really powerful. Having these people around me who are supporting me as much as I'm supporting them really gets results. And so I rode on that success for a while until I pivoted and started a different podcast that's had much more success since then. I love that. And it's so true, Fire Nation. I mean, who are the five people you're spending your most time with? I mean, I end every episode by saying, hey, you've been hanging out with TDM and JLD today. You know, keep up the heat because, you know, now today we're two of the five people you're hanging out with. And hopefully that's going to increase your average or at least not decrease your average, Fire Nation. And that's really important to say, hey, who am I supporting? Who am I having support from? Who am I supporting? Who do I respect that I'm actually spending time with? And, you know, for us at Fire Nation Elite, you know, we had a lot of people that we were getting together with on a day-to-day -day basis through a Facebook group, you know, through monthly calls, all this stuff. And it was so important to see that community, that tribe come together and support each other. So who's your community? Who's your tribe, Fire Nation? And if you don't have a quick answer to that, you need to find that sooner than later. Now, what do you... TDM. I want to make sure that we get back, that we understand from your great aha moment. Really, it's that in both, both business and in life, uh, pretty much what you said, really focus on relationships and also focus on delivering to other people before asking for anything back. So don't, don't come into a relationship or come into a, you know, approach a person by saying, what can you give me? But approach everything you do with what can I give you and it will eventually come back to you. I love that mentality. Now, Timothy, let's talk about what you consider your biggest weakness as an entrepreneur. Phew. So, 
I think I think my biggest weakness is that I tend to look three steps ahead instead of looking down at my feet. And what I mean by that is, you know, if I'm I like reading the big books by the big people like the Elon Musk's biography Mm. or Zero to One by Peter Thiel, really uh, inspirational. But if I'm always focused on that, I end up tripping uh, because I'm looking at the top of the stairs all the time, but not down at my own feet. So the mistake that I made earlier with just not doing the math on my current business was my focus wasn't where I am right now. So I tend to think big, but you need to have the 100 foot view in order to get a good 30,000 foot view as well. I love that. You got to spend some time in the trees as well, not just looking at the forest fire nation. Now, what's your biggest strength? I think it's the fact that both in business and relationships, I like to focus on delivering what I can. So for the Spanish course, for example, you know, that's the fact that I try to give everything I can away for free. And I respond to all the emails that my clients send me. And that does mean a lot of email time right now. But it also means that when I'm doing a launch, I get 75, you know, 70 to 75% email open rates. And I just get I get what I'm asking for by responding to all my emails and just giving first before asking for anything back. And Fire Nation, it's a lot harder to find new clients than it is to keep your current clients happy. So yes, it takes work to respond to emails, but it takes more work to go out and find clients to replace those because you're not responding to your current clients. So just think about that. And another thing that I want to share, because I do know Timothy pretty well here is he shows up. Like he just shows up. I mean, he went to Tropical Think Tank. I mean, that was a huge investment. You know, the, the different events that we have, the conferences, the things we're going on in San Diego. I mean, he just shows up. Like he's there. He's engaging. He's connecting. He's rubbing elbows. He's meeting new people. He shows up. And that's, you know, one area that I want to just give you big kudos right now, Timothy. You show up. Like it's so easy to stay at home, Fire Nation, and hide in front of your computer screen and like, you know, talk in some Facebook groups here and there. And that can all be good and beneficial, but you got to step outside. You got to look around. You say, what's going on in my world? What can I do right now to actually shake somebody's hands, to like thank somebody in person, to connect with somebody in person, to go to a place where there's going to be other people whom I wouldn't meet otherwise and, and connect with them there. And that's what Timothy's done so well over these years. And I've known him for a while, again, within Fire Nation Elite, these different conferences that we've gone to. And that's something that we need to be doing as entrepreneurs. So, Timothy, you have a lot of things going on right now that you're excited about, a lot of traveling, et cetera. But what's the one thing that you're most fired up about today? What I'm the most excited about right now is the accelerated Spanish book, which at the time of this recording is still being launched in in Amazon. But I was inspired largely by, uh, you know, these even in online business, we get to see things on our screens all the time. But the fact that Tim Ferriss, you know, launched The 4-Hour Chef, this gorgeous book with <laughs> so many high-color images, and then you with The Freedom Journal, which you told me about at uh, Tropical Think right? Tank, and now I have two of them. Uh, it's just so good to hold something in your hands and see, you know, the work of your hands in something physical. And so I'm launching the Accelerated Spanish book, which people can find out about at SpanishInOneMonth.com. It'll be free on Kindle, uh, you know, at certain times. And so it's just, I'm really excited to have something that you can actually hold in your hands and just see your work sitting there in front of you. I love that. And it's so true. I mean, when I was first sitting back and thinking about the Freedom Journal, what I wanted it to be, I didn't just want it to be an app or a PDF, but I wanted it to be something that people could like have on their desk, on their nightstand, pull out. And 
when they're at the coffee shop or wherever they might be. And, and that's what you're creating too. And that's just really exciting. And once you do something like this, Fire Nation, something you can be proud of, something you can really just scream from the rooftop and say, hey, like I did this. And it's not easily, um, it's not easy to replicate those type of things. Like people, you know, really, if I had just made a PDF version of the Freedom Journal, you know, they could have just copied the PDF version of the Freedom Journal. I mean, it's just words on a page. But the physicalness of the Freedom Journal, the beauty of it, the le- you know the faux leather, the gold embossed, the gold leaf, and what you're creating, you know, with SpanishInOneMonth.com. I mean, Fire Nation, that's important and impressive stuff. And I got that domain right, Timothy. That's right. Yes, SpanishInOneMonth.com. So by the time this goes live, Fire Nation, knowing Timothy with his worth ethic, it's you can definitely check it out. It'll be ready for you. And don't you go anywhere, Timothy or Fire Nation, because we're about to hit the lightning round. We're going to take a quick minute to thank our sponsors. Fire Nation, our numbers are everything. As entrepreneurs, if we don't have a handle on the money that's coming in and the money that's going out, we are toast. But you didn't start your business to become your own bookkeeper. You started your own business so you can do what you love. So why not do what you love and find experts who can help you with all the other critical things that are required to run a successful business? Cross bookkeeping off your list forever. With Bench, you'll be paired up with a team of dedicated bookkeepers who will do your bookkeeping for you. Get 20% off your first six months of bookkeeping. Just visit bench.co slash fire. That's bench.co slash fire. As a military veteran, I know it can be tough searching for your next career. That's why I'm excited to tell you about an opportunity you probably haven't thought of, owning an Allstate agency. Here's a story of how one veteran made a big career change by becoming an Allstate agency owner. Omar Zaki served in the military and then worked his way up the corporate ladder. And maybe like you, he wanted something more. Instead of settling for the status quo, Omar took action and opened his own Allstate agency nine years ago. Now he owns two locations with six employees. Both of his previous careers prepared him with the work ethic and self-confidence to re- Reach his goals. Are you looking for a career that's about more than just punching numbers? If you're listening to my podcast, then I know you want more than just a paycheck. And if you want a career that helps people, visit allstateagent.com slash fire after the show to learn how you can own your Allstate agency. Timothy, are you prepared for the lightning rounds? I am ready. <laughs> what was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? It was really not being willing to charge what I was worth. So for a long time, I was ready to give. I just didn't feel worthy of charging money myself. So it was after probably about two years of podcasting and blogging that I actually started to ask for money in any sense of the word. Fire Nation, your time is valuable. Your resources, your content that you're creating, it's valuable. Yes, you need to prove yourself first. That's why I love the free courses, etc. But when it comes time to take it to the next level. Like you're obligated to make money so you can keep doing your thing, period. Timothy, what's the best advice you've ever received? Solve real problems. Essentially the concept of saving the world from something. And I don't know exactly where I got this, but it's the idea that anything you do Uh, you can frame it as the idea that you're saving the world from something. And if you think of business as solving a real big problem in the world or in somebody's world, then you're going to be successful. What's a personal habit that contributes to your success? 
So my biggest habit that contributes to my success is getting up early and getting a few hours of really focused work before even looking at social email or social media or email or anything. Just being in the lab with a pen and a pad, just cranking it out without having to think about the distractions of life. Fire Nation, we get more stuff done before 9 a.m. than the rest of the world does all day. Join us. And can you share an internet resource like Evernote with Fire Nation? Sure. So I actually am a huge fan of Facebook hacking. Hmm. And what I do is I maintain individual friends lists based on cities because I spend so much time in different cities. The few people that I want to connect with, I can see everything they post by using friends lists. But the tool that I can recommend is the newsfeed blocker, which is a Chrome extension, and it allows you not to be distracted by your newsfeed. Instead, it puts a quote there or something. So you can <laughs> focus on where you should be and not be wasting your time just scrolling through, you know, funny videos or whatever. <laughs> it is such a well of distraction. If you could recommend just one book for our listeners, what would it be and why? It would be the four hour work week. And first of, first of all, it's uh, not just a book about entrepreneurship. It's a book about productivity. And so actually, I followed its advice first uh, to get out of my nine to five job and to take it remote. So I, would, I was still getting the income from my job when I had a day job, but doing it remotely and with much less time per day. And even following that advice can be extremely powerful for then developing your side gig as you go along. Timothy, this is the last question of the lightning round, but it is a doozy. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world that's identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have, your food and shelter psh, taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? So the most important aspect to me about that question is the fact that I know no one. Right. And that's, that's really tough for me. So what I would do first is I would just use my $500 to get myself to some event. doesn't matter, just whatever event I'm interested in where there are going to be very interesting and knowledgeable people. Once I'm there, I'm going to spend whatever money I have left buying coffee spontaneously for people, just who are with me in line, and then sitting down and listening to them talk. So no matter who they are, just listening to them, not to give advice, but just to understand them, who they are, and maybe move on to the next person whom I can learn more from. But eventually opportunities will come just through that type of connection. Listening is such an underutilized trait, Fire Nation. We all have the ability to listen, but so few of us ever shut up. Like, just listen. Like, let other people talk for once and actually listen to what they're saying. Don't just be thinking about what you're going to say while they're talking. I mean... I can tell you, Timothy, I, I've had so many of these conversations now because I look out for them. When I'm having a conversation with somebody and I'm talking and I can just tell they're just thinking about the next thing they're going to say. They're not listening to me at all. And I'm just like, this is such a worthless conversation. Like this isn't even a back and forth. This is just somebody trying to talk and talk and talk. So great advice, great stuff all the way around. And Timothy, let's end today on fire with a parting piece of guidance from you, the best way we can connect with you, and then we'll say goodbye. So my parting advice is your net worth is your network. So focus on genuine friendships, not because you expect something back. I think mm. that's become a big theme of this interview, but it's just so important to me personally and really to everyone I know who's successful. To connect with me, 
you can go and just shoot me an email at timothy at masterofmemory.com. I'll respond to anybody coming from EO Fire. And also, if you got the pop culture references that I dropped in here, I have a little <laughs> uh, a little Easter egg for you. Easter eggs. Love those. So cool. I bet some people are going to go back and listen to it just for that. <laughs> now, Fire Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And you've been hanging out with TDM and JLD today. So keep up the heat and head over to eofire.com. Just type Timothy in the search bar. His show notes page will pop up with everything that we've been talking about today. And I mean everything. These are time-stamped show notes, Fire Nation. Best in the business. Go check them out. Or, of course, you can go check out SpanishInOneMonth.com. You can email Timothy at masterofmemory.com. He will respond to you. Just put EO Fire in the subject line to make sure that that email gets through to you and he will respond. He's guaranteed it. And Timothy, I want to personally thank you, brother, for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. And for that, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Sweet. It's been fun. Fire Nation, thank you for listening to EO Fire. Visit eofire.com for entrepreneurial resources, free trainings on how to podcast and host webinars, and so much more. Visit eofire.com and ignite.